today we are remembering Emeritus Joseph Aloysius Ratzinger. He was born on Holy Saturday in 1927 in Bavaria. He wrote splendid homilies as a priest. He is a professor of theology and in 1977 became Archbishop of Munich. In 1981, he was appointed by John Paul II as Prefect of the Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith. His mind was deeply widened by reading and researching works of St. Augustine and St. Bonaventure. Central themes of his word and works as theologian and preacher were the mystery of the Church, the centrality of the Eucharist, significance of history for the understanding of the Catholic faith, advisor to Cardinal Frings at Vatican Council II, leadership of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, invested 20 years long collaboration with John Paul II he brought a unique blend of theological acumen and pastoral sensibility. In the introduction to the Day by Day with Pope Benedict XVI meditation book, he states that the mind of the Pope must be the mind of Christ. It must be the mind of the Church. In the homily of the Mass for the inauguration of his pontificate, he said, my program of governors is not to do my own will, not to pursue my own ideas, but to listen together with the whole church to the word and will of the Lord, to be guided by him so that he himself will lead the church at this hour of our history. Every aspect of our existence, we are called to enjoy the communion of life, of the Blessed Trinity, but still bound to a creatureliness and sinfulness. For in the truth of Christ, we discover the measure of true humanism. There can be no encounter with this living truth that does not entail conversion on our part. At the opening mass of his pontificate, he proclaimed, if we let Christ into our lives, we lose nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing of what makes life full, beautiful and great. Only in this friendship is the great potential of human existence truly revealed. As professor of theology, as a consultant at the Vatican Council II, diocesan bishop, as prefect of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, in carrying out these responsibilities, his work was always marked by scrupulous attention to details of text, language, and criteria of doctrine, authenticity for the sake of the truth, that contributes to our salvation. This was written by Reverend J. 
Augustus de Noya. He is a Dominican priest and undersecretary of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. And this was printed through the Ignatius Press in 2006, Magnificat. And I'm going to close with something Pope Emeritus Joseph Aloysius Ratzinger wrote. December 31st, the day that he died, he wrote this. In the beginning was the word. This venerable and ancient sentence, which we have heard so often, is no longer really meaningful for us. Goethe has his Faust say, I cannot value the word so highly, whereupon he translates the sentence. In the beginning was the deed. Physicists tell us in the beginning was the Big Bang. But when we think about it, neither of these variations is satisfying to us. And so we turn again to the biblical word to understand it. We must read the whole sentence which says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was God. That means that God existed already in the beginning. God is the beginning. God is the origin. All things come from the Creator Spirit, from the Creator God. And if He is called the Word, that means that in the beginning there was a God who is mind. In the beginning was the creative mind who called the world into being. And this mind is, so to speak, the firm foundation that supports the universe, the source from whom we come, in whom we exist, in whom we can put our trust. But when the Bible says, in the beginning was the word, it says much more as well. It is not just a mind that, as it were, governs the universe, like an idea in higher mathematics. While remaining itself untouchable and uninvocable, this God who is truth, spirit, mind, is likewise word. That is, he is also gift. He is for us the constant new beginning, and thus also a new hope and a new way. So my brothers and sisters, today we reverently remember all the contributions that were made to the Catholic Church by this wonderful human being, Emeritus Joseph Aloysius Ratzinger. He gave to God all of himself so that he could hear God and he can preach God exactly the way God was preaching to him. And he put forth great efforts to serve at the foot of Peter, at the seat of Peter, just like the very first Pope did and just like John Paul II did. He was also very close to John Paul II and he was also a spiritual advisor to him. And they worked beautifully together. And God has to take into account the beauty of his creation in men that serve the church so beautifully.
You know, we have to keep our eyes constantly on Jesus. We have to listen to his voice. We have to listen to his truth. And when we open ourselves up to this dialogue with our Creator, this truth can be given to us. So this day of his eternal demise, we call on God to enter more deeply into our soul in thanksgiving for such a beautiful example of how we should all be living. We should be engaged in a relationship with Christ first so that we can live out the absolute best life that God had planned for us. Not our ways, but God's ways. God's ways are better because God doesn't make mistakes. When human life is born, that is not a mistake. When human life is born, blessings are given from God for that life to live it out for all eternity. We are all eternal beings, and we have so much to be thankful for. If we would only turn our eyes back to Jesus and his Holy Mother. We need to do this, my brothers and sisters. If we truly want to live the best life possible in Christ. So on this day, December 31st, New Year's Eve, the day that Jesus came for our precious Emeritus Joseph Aloysius Ratzinger, my heart goes out to all his family members and especially his brothers and sisters in Bavaria. Such a beautiful country. I've been blessed to be there and visit. I extend again my heartfelt condolence to everyone who knew of this wonderful man and who worked with him at the Vatican. It is a tremendous loss for our faith, but it's a gain for Jesus in heaven. And I know that his readings and his writings will continue to open up our hearts and minds so that we can enter into a more deeper relationship with Christ for the rest of our journey. Thank you for being a part of this podcast tonight. And I wish all of you a very holy and blessed new year in 2023. This will be the last podcast for 2022. And God willing, we'll keep this going together as I pray for all of you. And I want to thank everyone that had responded to my letters this year for Christmas. I extend my prayers to you and I thank God for you your friendship in my life, and the blessings that I feel because we share this journey together. God bless you.